0: Welcome to The Kingdom Is For Everyone. This is your host, Matthew Hester, and this is the place to discuss all things righteousness, peace, and joy. I want to take just a moment to thank our Hester Ministries monthly supporters. You help make this podcast a reality, as well as the many things we do for the sake of the gospel. We cannot thank you enough for your support. Uh, hey, and if you would like to get information on how you can partner with us, go to org slash partner. To find out more information, trust us, we do not take your support for granted. And uh, you know, while we're getting towards the end of. The year 2023, as this episode is airing, uh, I would just ask you to prayerfully consider sewing a year-end gift into Hester Ministries. Uh, a few things, and th- these are just a few of the many things that we do. Um, your support helps us to provide scholarships for pastors around the world uh, with Present Truth Academy. We've done that now for the last three years, uh, and at this point, over 50 pastors from around the world have gotten scholarships to study what we offer. We're so blessed to be able to provide that opportunity. Uh, you also help us to continue to produce this podcast, which continues to grow internationally and here in the States, which is a wonderful thing. And then you also help us to produce new books, new, new audio series to equip the body of Christ. And so there are so many uh, ways that you can see your support being fruitful at Hester Ministries. And so, we again, we just prayerfully can ask you that you consider uh, to support us financially, and your prayers are always welcome. So just want to thank you in advance for that. Uh, make sure that you like and share this podcast. Please do leave us a five star review so that we can get in front of as many people as possible. Um, you know, sharing it on your social media platforms—it doesn't cost you anything. All you have to do is just give us a little bit of your time. Uh, we also invite you to become a podcast supporter. Maybe uh, you don't want to partner with Hester Ministries, but you love this podcast and it is an encouragement to you on a weekly basis. Uh, go to the homepage for this podcast, anchor.fm slash The Kingdom for Everyone. That's the number for Everyone. And while you're there, check. Checking that out, do us a favor, click on that message tab and leave us a voice message or a question that we would love to feature on an upcoming episode of our podcast. Here at The Kingdom is for Everyone, you guys know this. We want you to be more than an audience, we want you to be a participant. And so we're going to go ahead and talk about episode 71. We've got some very special episodes in front of us. I, I pray that you enjoyed our two part conversation with Bishop Jamie Inglehart And now we actually have another conversation we're going to be sharing with you. Uh, earlier, I had the privilege of being a guest on a wonderful podcast called uh, The 1% Christian, The 1% Christian, and the host of that podcast is Pastor J. D. Ambrosio. Uh, He's based out of Long Island, New York. He's part of Sound of Heaven Church, part of their leadership team, Uh, and of course, my dear friends, Pastors Johnny and Rachel Ova. Uh, You've actually heard Pastor Johnny. We've had some conversations that I have uh, shared with you here on The Kingdom is for Everyone, and just doing an amazing work there. I would invite you guys to tune in and check out. His podcast, and so this was hosted by him. And man, we just went all over the place. Had an amazing conversation. And uh, you know, for the part that I'm going to share with you today, because we just couldn't share it all in one episode, uh, we cover all kinds of different topics. Everything from so we talk about Present Truth Academy. Uh, we we jump right into the Sermon on the Mount, what Jesus is communicating to his audience, and the um, you know, the whole focus of basically taking the Old Covenant system, you know, just dismantling it and then showing us what the better covenant looks like. You know, we talk about process in the kingdom of God. We talk about, I mean, the beauty of the gospel, the Beatitudes. I mean, and there's there's so much more uh, just in this first part of our conversation. And so I know this is really going to bless you. Um, I, I do want to mention this. You're going to hear in this conversation, Pastor Jay mentioned specials that we have at Present Truth Academy. Now, when he is mentioning that, we actually were having this conversation, conversation before Thanksgiving, before Black Friday. And uh, and so those specials had ended. But you know what I'm going to do, because you guys are just now listening to this for the first time, I am going to make those specials available to you again. Now, this is the only place that we're going to advertise it. So it's not going to be on social media or anything like that. It's for our listeners here at Present Truth Academy. So the only way that you know these specials are still available and you're taking advantage of them is that you've listened to this podcast or someone told you because they heard it on the podcast. And so what I want to do real quick before we jump into that conversation is let you know about those specials. So first off, you can get 20% off of any single item at Present Truth Academy. When you go to check out, you use the code BF20, BF20, Black Friday 20. Uh, we also have buy two, get one free. So you can buy two uh, primary study tracks, get the third one free. It's an amazing savings. Over 33% is what you would save. You use the code bf B-O-G-O, so B-F BOGO, Black Friday BOGO. And then finally, we do still have our master collection available. That is the first four years of study. So that is eight primary study tracks. You get full access to our library of electives, which uh, there's over 10 different resources in our elective library. And you get that for $1,499, which is over 50% off. So that, think about it, that is less than $1,500 for a bachelor's degree in theological studies. Uh, and so that is the deal of a lifetime. And so we want you guys to take advantage of that because we mentioned it in the podcast. Uh, I want to make sure and just include you guys in it. So we're going to keep that, those specials running. Uh, and then I'll announce it'll be whenever we post the last part of this conversation that, you know, Hey, you've got a week left, or this is the date when those specials expire. But at the airing of this episode, moving forward, you have the opportunity to take advantage of those specials before the year ends. And, and take advantage of them, guys. You don't want to be kicking yourself later because you missed on these. Okay, well, we're going to take no more time. I've already taken too much. We're going to go ahead and jump into part one of this amazing conversation with Pastor J. D. Ambrosio and his podcast, The 1% Christian. All right, guys, enjoy, and then I will catch up with you on the other side of this conversation.
1: Today, I want to introduce Dr. Matthew Hester, and he and his wife Megan have become incredible friends of Sound of Heaven. Uh, they are the founders of the Present Truth Academy, and also pastors of the of Dominion Church. And like I said, tremendous, tremendous teachers. Dr. Matthew, good to see you. Thanks for joining us today.
0: Oh, it is an absolute honor and privilege to to be with you, Jay, and. Uh... Love you guys, and appreciate what you're doing, and I can't wait to be a part of the conversation.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, a, a big reason why I wanted uh, I wanted you to be a part of this, uh, Doctor Hester, is because you are the founder of the Present Truth Academy, which has some amazing uh, courses that uh, you can go through. One of them being the Th- Sermon on the Mount, which is exactly where we are uh, in Scripture in our overview here. Um, so if you could please just take a moment, just tell us about yourself, tell us about the Present Truth Academy. I know you have uh, a really awesome um, sale going on right now, but before that, tell them what, what it's all about.
0: Sure. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I, I want to tell your audience up front, give me a little bit of grace. My, my voice is a little weak. Um, I need to stop uh, preaching so loud. Uh, but uh, <laughs> don't, don't worry, I'll be okay. Um, so yeah, just real quick on Present Truth Academy. It, it really was born out of a burden uh, that I saw. I, I mean, I grew up in ministry. My dad had a classic college where you'd come on campus and go through a semester. And, and really, uh, he, he had an interesting uh, d- dilemma that he ran into. He couldn't find the curriculum that he desperately wanted for the church. And so he began to develop it himself. And uh, so I helped him. I served in that capacity for many years. And, uh, and then when it was, I guess, my turn, so to speak, um, I had a lot of people kind of persecuting me in a sense. You need to start an academy. And uh, so I relented to that. And we launched in February, 2020 literally just a month before the pandemic. And uh, and we've been going strong ever since. We're about to wrap up four years of producing original curriculum with, I believe, some of the the most cutting edge thought leaders, ministers of the gospel that are available. And we don't shy away from anything. Uh, and so, um, yeah, we, we just have a unique opportunity to serve the body of Christ. And it's our privilege to do that. Uh, you had mentioned the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, so really this year, uh, I, I didn't exactly know what this year was gonna produce. And so as we were praying into when we started this year, I just knew for some reason the Sermon on the Mount had to be front and center. And then we actually are wrapping up. and I'm just going to plug another one called The God Who Looks Like Jesus. And I had no idea how much the two of those would create a synergy between the two study tracks. And so this year has been amazing. Closing out our fourth year, it's been our most successful year so far. Uh, which is encouraging being four years in, we're finally starting to, to gain some traction here. Uh, but yeah, the, the Sermon on the Mount is a 10-week study. And we basically, we I mean, 10 weeks, we look at Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And I'm sure that's what we're going to jump into in this conversation. Um, and then you had also mentioned we've got some Black Friday specials going on. It's the first time we've ever done specials like this. Uh, and so I'd encourage those that are listening, uh, there's a link up there to our website, but then also on our social media outlets, on Facebook and things like that, you can find I mean, we've got coupon codes for uh, 20% off any purchase, buy two, get one free. I mean, we've got all kinds of specials going on. So I would definitely encourage your listeners and, and those enjoying this to take advantage of that.
1: How can they find you on social media, your uh, Instagram handle, uh, Facebook?
0: yeah I've got I've got all that stuff on there. Let me see here. I'm, I'm still working on that. so uh, on on Instagram, you've got Maddie Hester. that's my personal Instagram page okay. uh, for Present Truth Academy it's literally it's just called Present Truth Academy, all one word. Uh, we're also on Facebook under the same handles. Uh, Hester Ministries is the umbrella. Uh, that I do my ministry through. Uh, so if you want to find out where I'll be speaking, and there's other products and books and things like that available. Uh, lots of different ways that you can avail yourself of what we have to offer.
1: Cool. And that's presenttruthacademy.org, correct? That's correct. Awesome. Awesome. So just if I could just bring us up to where we are, you know, starting with really we're going to look at Matthew four through seven today and just have a high level conversation around that. But what we found in, in one through three is Matthew, right? He is, he is really trying to reach a Jewish audience. And the first thing that he's looking to do is through the genealogies, establish the link between Jesus and the Davidic line. And also of of course, which would be the same, the Abrahamic line. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And then, he he presents the fulfillment of Isaiah 7:14 which says that Jesus is Emmanuel God with us. And I think what we are getting into if you look at the beautiful tapestry that is the gospel of Matthew of how he he lays out even even Jesus is teaching in five teachings very similarly to how Moses, right, has has his uh five five books is that he is a greater Moses. Now, I just want to kick it to you here for a second because I feel like when I read scripture and and we see Jesus going through all this, and I love that you were persecuted into starting the Present Truth Academy. We hone in a lot on the response that Jesus is getting from the world around him, how some people are leaning in, other people, not at all, really pushing back and that they are clinging so much to the old. I feel like the modern day church, still in many ways clings to an old covenant God versus a new. Can you comment on that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're absolutely right. Um, You know, when in the Sermon on the Mount study track, you know, one of the things that we, we kind of look at, and it's interesting to ponder is that I'm, I'm pretty convinced that if today Jesus were in the flesh, he'd minister the same message (laughs) because um, the modern church, and I would also even clarify more so Um, The Western church, the Western church, uh, for some reason, we really are still digging in our heels when it comes to a works based gospel. Um, So anytime I see works or I even see the phrase don't add to, even in Revelation, we see that don't add to this, don't add to this word, don't add to this revelation. When I hear the word add, I always think of works because that's the only thing we can add to the equation. Uh-huh. right? Because we, we've been given everything for free, all things that pertain to life and Godliness, Paul said, has already been given to you. So the only thing you and I can add to the good work is our work, right? Or or, or works-based relational dynamics or the law, Mosaic law, w- whatever term you want to use, the old covenant. And so I think it's so interesting. So Matthew 4, Jesus is, is driven to be tempted, right? And he's driven by the spirit, capital spirit. That's That's important for us to understand. It's not the devil driving him into the wilderness. It's actually indwelling. It's the indwelling Holy Ghost. It's Trinity driving him into the wilderness. Now we could get into quite a conversation just on who is the devil, uh, right. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how far you, you want to go on that track. Um, but um, I mean, actually, the word devil and Satan, those aren't words that are even in the Greek and Hebrew anyway. Uh, those are transliterated terms. So when you see the word devil or satan, hasatan, it basically means the accuser of the brethren or the false accuser. Right. Uh, and so we had this scenario play out where the false accuser is tempting Jesus. And where does he tempt Jesus? He tempts Jesus uh, concerning things that are common to all men. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. Right there, there there's, there's no other real sin. If, if you wanna, if you wanna play a game with that, there's no other real sin. Or I would even say it's the sin of self-idolatry. Uh, all idolatry is self-idolatry, and so the, that's what's offered to Jesus, and it's what's common to all of us. And so I think it's interesting. So he's tempted, and the very first thing that he does is he preaches this gangster sermon. <laughs> I mean, it, so can you imagine that? Okay, I I'm validated. I'm anointed. I've come out of this season of being tempted. I'm I'm fulfilling now what you saw in Isaiah, right? The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach good news. And what's the good news that he preaches? Boom, the Sermon on the Mount.
1: Right. Right. So he he's he's in the the desert, right? And and this is very much showing that even the walk with the Israelites it was really a type and shadow. They're in the wilderness for 40 years because they're really succumbing to a lot of the same challenges that he's being tempted with in so many ways he of course does not right uh and like you said he comes out of the wilderness now why would the spirit of god push us into the wilderness in the way that jesus was pushed into the wilderness and
0: that's a great question. Um, so I like to say God's going to get His forty out of you. He's going to get His forty, right? And so the the, the nation of Israel, it took them forty years. And Jesus shows us how to do it right. Uh, it's going to be forty days. And I think part of what part of what the Godhead is trying to show us, and I know this will be disappointing for some of us, is that suffering is part of the human curriculum. Temptation is part of the human curriculum, and no one is spared. That you're going to have to get you're going to have to put in your forty.
1: Now, you know? do you think that's why the kingdom message is not a popular message. I was thinking about this. You know, if if I were to get on every day and just talk about, uh, you know, how much money you're going to get, um, how God is destroying, you know, your enemies and my enemies. Uh, he likes us better than them. I, I feel like I mean, we have a great following, but I feel like I'd be in the tens of thousands a month Versus, you know, because that is really what pertains to the flesh. It's the it's the physical domination. And that's not the Messiah that Jesus was.
0: No, I I think you're absolutely right. I mean, you and I and and a lot of our friends, I know what to say to get a huge audience. Uh, But uh, I I just can't I can't say it because my heart would be so convicted. Right. And so, you know, uh, again, the kingdom of God, it is a message of process. You know, uh, you know, we're, we're getting ready to come into the Christmas season here before long. And, you know, if, if there's one thing that plays down that whole story is that God is completely okay with process. Remember the, the Judaizers, they, they were hopeful, even in their understanding of the messianic prophecies in the old Testament, they were hopeful that Jesus would come as a military Messiah, overthrow their Roman oppressors, destroy their adversaries. And how does God appear as a baby? So right. there, there's so much process built into the kingdom of God. And what's very unfortunate for us today, I say it's probably worse now than ever, is how much we hate process. When we're microwaving something for 60 seconds, we're standing there at 58 seconds, wondering why it's taking so long, right? Uh, it, but the kingdom of God is about process, maturity. Uh, I, th- I think, I mean, God embraces that those processes. He's built them into the equation. And so for Jesus to model that for us, uh, I believe it shows us at the very least that we're not going to be spared
1: uh, any kind you, of process I love how you said you, you God's gonna get his forty because I mean we're living in a time where there's there's access to things is quicker than I think ever before um yeah. so you know growth it's gonna take a process and you're gonna have to go through it whether you like it or not now do you now how do we reach a generation maybe this is a just very broad question that that is a microwave mentality and and get them into the process of seeking God in the way that it that it is gonna it, it's gonna take to really see the the freedom and deliverance that we're all seeking
0: well that's a great question and uh, I don't know if I have a loaded a full answer. Question. <laughs> yeah well I, I I'm convinced that part of the answer uh, for the church in general is we first of all we have to get back to the beauty of the gospel uh, if something is beautiful have you ever noticed if it's beautiful enough we're willing to take our time with it Fair enough we we, ha- we handle it in a different way. Um, you know I think about even my relationship with my wife the the whole courting process right there, there was value in it no matter how long it took because I so valued her beauty both both inside and out and so I think what's problematic for the church is we have offered a gospel that's not beautiful it's works-based, it's fear-driven, it's sin-focused. And so why in the world would I want to spend my time with that? But if we begin to, to lead with, I love, there's an amazing book out there, I highly recommend by Brian Zahn called Beauty Will Save the World. And it's, uh, it's getting back to the aesthetic beauty of the gospel. There used to be a time in church history where the church actually um, prioritized beauty. And we can see that in some of the cathedrals that are longstanding to this day. right? And, and, and basically, the, what the, the intention of those who, the, the architects, those who were constructing these amazing structures, was to allow those that walked in to have this transcendent moment of beauty. And now we, we have just gotten away from that culturally, and we've got to figure out a way to reclaim it. And I think the first way to, to reclaim it is to make the gospel beautiful again
1: and start there. Wow. I love that. You're right. You're, you're right. The things, even, even the work of human hands was made so that you can appreciate it and things are just not built that way uh, anymore. And there's, there's, and you look at how the first temple was built and the intricacies that God had. And that was not so that we could flaunt it. It was, it was to show, I I believe and you stop me if you think I'm wrong, but it was to show that what humans could accomplish for God, right? The temple wasn't built that, you know, for, even for us, it was, it was mm-hmm. built for him. Um, mm-hmm. And now we are the temple of God. So, you know, understanding that the, what dwells inside of us, it has so much beauty that I think, I, I think we're really suffering in society with a, an identity problem.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, um, you know, again, you think about some of these architects, they would, they would start a project. Knowing they would not live to see it finished. And and again, in a culture of instant gratification, that's hard for us to connect to. Sure. You know, um, a good friend of mine, Dr. Lynn Howells, he says it this way He said, What I do now for the sake of the gospel, I don't do it for prosperity, I do it for posterity. Right? So, So, prosperity is more of an individual blessing. Posterity is, I'm starting to think about my kids and those who are coming after me. And so, if the gospel truly is beautiful enough, then we also have to believe that it's multi-generational. And since it is, I have to start believing the choices I'm making are impacting my kids, my my grandkids and beyond. And so what am I doing now to better their experience? Am I What, what price am I willing to pay now? Because I'm convinced of just how beautiful the gospel is that uh, I'm willing to sacrifice, if I will, some of my own comfort so that they can have blessing. Beyond what I can enjoy in the moment. And that kind of
1: generational thinking has been absent from so much of the Western church in particular. Right. It really is uh, pursuing something greater than yourself and in a society that really wants to tell you, hey, do whatever you want to do. Be whatever you want to be. Um, Right. But we don't stop to ask, what does God want us to be? And I think when we really look at that question, God wants us to what? Be all things to all men. To mm-hmm. what? To know him, but not just to know him, but to make him known. That's why I say it on the podcast all the time. I said, well, you know, as, as simple as we try to break this down, I'm, I'm going to give you the meaning of life. It's to know him and to make him known, right? So yeah. let, if we can, so great. Jesus goes through, through the desert, comes out, like he said, he knocks out this sermon. And I think the One of the most shocking things, and I'm going to plug your podcast yet because we didn't talk about that yet, is when he begins presenting the Sermon on the Mount, we really find out it's not about a bloodline. It's not about traditions. The kingdom is for everyone. So kicking off with the beatitudes here, um, you know the you know the blessed are. Give give us some perspectives even based on I mean I don't expect you to give us the the 10 uh, week teaching that you have, but but give yes. us you know some some idea of why Jesus kind of kicks this off the way he does. Yeah,
0: so so again, imagine you your your ministry is validated, you're tempted, you come out with flying colors, you've passed all the tests, you call your first disciples, and then you drop this atomic bomb of a sermon. And now think about it. Okay, let's, let's put ourselves in the early disciples' shoes. Okay, this guy, Jesus, okay, we're on board, we're with you. And his sermon basically goes like this. Okay, everything you believe and you've been entrenched in and you've loved and you've honored, I'm going to system, systematically take it apart. And, and, and it's all gone. And, and there's, there's really no real intrinsic value in it. And I'm showing you that I'm here to launch a brand new day, a brand new ministry and a brand
1: new system. And that doesn't win you many friends.
0: (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. Because, you know, again, we have, we have 2000 years of hindsight. So when we talk about Pharisees today, you know we've got a little bit of a judgmental air about it. Sure. How could they be? How can they be so messed up and their perspective so skewed? But man, if if we were alive then, these are people we'd want to imitate, that we would honor, that we'd be like, wow. I mean, these people literally they steward the mysteries of God and the presence of God. So for Jesus to come and so resist, almost instantly resist this system. Yeah, you talk about just, I mean, some amazing, amazing pushback, of course, from, from the religious elite. And so what, what begins to happen? So like in in the Beatitudes, for example, you touched on that. Um, there, there are amazing things, really. And, and I just kind of highlight some points uh, of, of what is being communicated kind of in an overarching way. First of all, what Jesus is telling them, stop waiting on the blessings of the kingdom. They're available now say so religion, this entire system that's come before you has tried to defer. Uh, and it's interesting. Anytime there's deferment in religion, they keep moving the goalpost. So you never actually cross the finish line. You right. never do. Right. Because I promise you, any of you listening, watching that you, you've you been in that, you know, entrenched in that religious system, haven't you discovered, it doesn't matter. You can cross every T dot every I. Oh, but, Oh, but then there's this. and Oh, we, we forgot about that. And then, Hey, maybe the, the, the back wall is maybe there's just some hidden sin in your your heart, so we we don't even know, you know. Uh, so so it's interesting. Jesus said, no, all that stuff's gone. Um, stop waiting on the blessing; they're available now. Uh, the second one is those who think they possess the kingdom based on their own observations have completely missed it, right? Okay, so that's huge. Uh, and so uh, again, that's kind of a play on on words. You remember when the Pharisees are they're they're talking to Jesus and they say, tell us what the kingdom looks like, and he says, well, you you can't see the kingdom of God through your observation. I believe that phraseology is intentional because so much of the uh, old covenant, the Mosaic order was about observation, ritualistic observation, observation of the law. And then he tells them, you can't look over here and say, those, the kingdom are over here because the kingdom of God is within, right? And so if, if you're trying to approach this kingdom based on observation, you've already missed it. Right. Uh, and, and then that's that that connects. So there's actually within the Gospels, there's several different points where Jesus preaches the sermon or, you know, there's different ways that it's articulated. I love at that point, it, even in Luke, uh, Luke chapter six is kind of where we see some of this playing out, resonating with what's said in Matthew. And that's where he says, woe to you who are rich. You've already already received your comfort. You know, woe to you who are well fed now. Because, you know, you're going to go hungry. Woe to those who laugh now because you're going to mourn and weep. Woe to, woe to you when all men speak well of you, for that is how their fathers treated the false prophets. And so when he's speaking these woes, what he's actually showing them is uh, that this is basically what the Beatitudes are, are speaking to. If you have satisfaction right now in the system that you have been entrenched in, this whole world's about to be turned upside down. And what has brought you comfort up until now will no longer bring you comfort. And that's why we have to begin to lean into that new day that he's establishing. Okay, so there you have it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed part one of my conversation with Pastor Jay on the 1% Christian podcast. Again, I would encourage you to go check out that podcast. Uh, I believe that you would definitely benefit from it. Uh, Also, take advantage of the Black Friday extended specials that we have at Present Truth Academy. Uh, Go back to the beginning of this episode to get those coupon codes and visit us and take advantage of it. Uh, Makes great Christmas gifts you can buy for yourself or for someone else. Uh, Help someone else jump, you know, into their journey into truth. It would definitely be a blessing for them. Okay, well, I just want to remind you a couple of things before we finish up. Go to HesterMinistries.org. You can find out more about what's going on for us. Uh, closing out 2023, and we're going to hit 2024 at the ground hit, hit the ground running. We're excited about that. Also go to PresentTruthAcademy.org, again, to take advantage of the specials we're offering. And just to check us out, we'd love for uh, you to, to partner with us and allow us to partner with you in your journey into truth. Uh, we want to remind you, please share this podcast, like it, leave us a five-star review so that they can get in front of as many people as possible. It really does mean the world to us. We don't take for granted your time. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your week on your Tuesdays or whenever you like to listen to these podcasts. It really does mean the world to us. Uh, so make sure that you follow along with us. Next week, we'll go into part two of the conversation and it may have actually even go into three parts. We, we had a lot of things that we covered a lot of of, um, great discussion and i want to make sure that you get uh, all of it uh, if it's possible so yeah just hang on for the ride we're going to have a great time as we wrap up this year okay i want to remind you of this before we finish up hey if the kingdom isn't for everyone well then it's not for anyone god bless you